gospel reading today is from Matthew 3, 13 through 17. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and then do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. So I, I uh, Ange said I got pictures for you. I have picture for you, <laughs> which, <laughs> thanks, Vincent. Um, this, uh, if, you, if you squint, you can see in the top right corner, there's a little dot, and that's me, actually. And this is at uh, Black Canyon of the Gunnison National Park, um, which is in Colorado. It's a lesser-known national park. Um, I hadn't heard of it until I was traveling through Colorado and kind of searching out what we could go see. And, but it, it, it is one that is unmistakably beautiful. Over the years, the water has carved out this impossibly steep black canyon. You can see it right there. It's almost straight up and down. Its name comes from the fact that in some parts of the canyon, the walls are so steep that there's only 33 minutes of sunlight in one day. My wife Jess and I got the privilege to go there a few years ago and spend a few nights at the, on the rim of the canyon. We knew it was going to be cold since it was the park's off-season, but that was about it. What we didn't know until we got there was that during the off-season, they stopped bringing drinkable water to the campsites. The park ranger told us to try the last working water spigot on the other side of the Welcome Center and see how much we could get out before it all ran out for the year. It was a long walk over there. And it was an instance where I was keenly aware of how important water is in my life. Have you ever felt that? A moment where you see a future without something that you've taken for granted? It shifts your perspective. It bursts out of your routine, and you see it so much differently. Water is one of the most fascinating elements and one of the most precious. We are mostly water. We're about 60%, in fact. Water on this planet is old, the molecules of which have been around for billions of years. Water keeps us alive. We use it constantly, and we could not exist without it. In our tradition... Water is used in many stories and rituals. In the Gospel reading today, for instance, we find one of the most famous uses for it, baptism. Jesus is being baptized in the River Jordan. And when he comes up to see the heavens open to him, and the Spirit of God descending like a dove, a moment that must have been truly a catalyst for his ministry to come. And then God says, I love you. You are mine. I am pleased with you. Powerful affirmations from the creator of the world. 
Over the next few weeks, our theme as a congregation is going to be Behold. This is an exploration of the moments where we see, feel, taste, and hear God's presence in our lives. This week, we're focusing on beholding the moments of beauty. This vivid picture we get in the text is surely a moment of beauty to behold for Jesus. It makes me think of the beauty of water and the moments I really notice its power. When I'm standing by a river, swimming in the boundary waters, canoeing on a lake, those moments are beauty for me. What beauty are you being called to behold in your life? I got the opportunity to spend some time with my 14-month-old godchild over the weekend. That was a blast. He was just learning how to ask for, for more through sign language. Some of you may know it. It's just this. Yeah, you get it. He also has a sweet tooth like his parents. So I understandably had to introduce him to nothing bundt cake. I don't know if you've had this, but it's my, one of my favorite bakeries in the cities. Usually he waits... When, when he gets a snack, he usually waits, takes a bite, and then more. It's pretty typical. Well, I pulled this nothing bun cake out of the box and set it on the table, and immediately his eyes just got huge. And before I knew it, it was just nonstop more. Even before he had a taste, more, more, more. All the way through his piece of cake, never stopping, bite after bite. I like to think that, th that this was his deep moment of beauty. Him never wanting that moment of delicious cake to stop, savoring every bite of it. It's made me want to see moments in my life where all I can do is be overwhelmed with that kind of love and excitement. Our lives aren't always beautiful, and that's why one of the reasons that I like this series, Behold, I won't always be asking you to behold beauty in your life. That's just this week. The 33 minutes of light on the canyon floor can't be acknowledged with the dark, without acknowledging the darkness as well. What is God up to in those moments? Those are questions we will ask in later weeks. But today, we think of beauty. We think of the things that make us want to continuously sign more. Jess and I were never really in danger that day at the National Park. If the water would have ran out, if there wouldn't have been any, we would have had to drive down the canyon rim. A hassle for sure would have eaten up a whole day, but not a crisis. For many people around the world, the walk of not knowing if there will be water is a crisis. We thankfully were given just enough for a few days of cooking and drinking. As we were walking back to our campsite, I was taking in the beauty of the National Park. The sounds and smells, the sheer size of the canyon in front of me and the small river at the bottom. We had learned earlier that day that the Gunnison River had carved this canyon over millions of years. Water did that. I think of the beauty of the River Jordan on that day as the heavens opened and the spirit descended like a dove. And I think of the drops of water used on babies' foreheads, like during my baptism and others that I have witnessed. They say that the more we have learned about water, the more we have found out just how connected it all is. That the water cycle connects rivers to lakes, to oceans, to glaciers, and so on. 
That water in our backyard is connected in this loop with water across the world. So I'm amazed that the same water that rushes with the power to carve out granite, that flows through the ancient rivers like the Jordan, that is the same water that we use here today to remember our baptism. It's the same water that we use to remember the words, you are loved and you are mine. That is beauty to behold.